No? Yes, there we are. How are you all? That's good. Have we been here since the conference? Oh, yeah, it was away, wasn't I? Yeah, after it. <laughs> A lot of people were away, I don't know. Yeah, power of God hit in that place. <laughs> anyway, our, our, um, what we've been teaching over the last few weeks has been Sea Time and Harvest. So mine's called Sea Time and Harvest. <laughs> I'm sticking to the theme. And uh, I've got a scripture. <clears throat> Genesis probably been done a few times, but anyway, here, you know, I bet you've forgotten already. Genesis 8, verse 22. While the earth remains... Can you see me over this? It's sort of... <laughs> can, yeah. While the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest. I like to break it up. So that's good. See, seed, time, harvest. It's never plant a seed and immediately you get a harvest. There's always time in between. Cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So this is the law of Genesis. Seed, time, and harvest is the law of Genesis. And what you sow with your words is what you're going to reap. So you need to listen to yourself sometimes. You listen to what you're saying. Or, you know, if you're married, ask your spouse, what am I saying? <laughs> you won't like it. You may not like it. <clears throat> so what you sow with your words is what you're going to reap. This law was set in motion by God himself. And this world operates by the law of seed, time, and harvest through words. And God expects us, as the body of Christ, to understand that this law, and, you know, we've got to understand it and we've got to live by this law, live by it, and, and understand everything you say is going to produce a harvest. And you need to think, do I want that sort of harvest? What I am saying right now, what I'm saying to my kids right now, is that the harvest I want? Is that the future, what I'm speaking into them? Oh, you're useless. Is that what you, them, you want them to be? No. No, they might need discipline, but they're not useless. They're going to be great. You know, we need to be speaking to our children and say, you're going to be great. You're going to be great for God. You're going to do great things. And you need to tell yourself that you're going to do that too. You know, I'm going to serve God all of my life. I might be up here when I'm 100 years old. <laughs> and I'll still be preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if I get too doddery, you can just kick me off. <laughs> Whatever. But I say I don't believe in old age. I say I don't believe in getting old. You need to say that. Those young people are saying that, oh, I'm getting old. Come on, how old are you, 30 or what? Come on. So, you know, we, we have a harvest from our words. So be careful what you're saying. So, so God's plan for us is to sow the seed of his promises in our hearts, which will produce a harvest of life. He wants you to reap a harvest of life. Absolutely. And healing, restoration. If you want restoration for your family or whatever, start declaring restoration for your family. Prosperity. If you want to prosper, start sowing words of prosperity. 
You know, God doesn't like poverty. He doesn't like lack because God is the God of more than enough. And so if you're lacking, change your words and start declaring, Father, I declare you're the God of more than enough. And so I, as your child, I'm expecting more than enough in my life. Amen? Yeah. So generally, we are impatient. Isn't that right? You know, we believe in God for something, and uh, it's taken a long time in coming, and we want everything to produce now, right now, instantly. Isn't that, the, isn't that, that how society works? And the word of God says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So you need to ask yourself, what is in my heart in abundance? What is in my heart? What's it full of, really? What's, what is my heart full of? If we sow an abundance of God's word in our heart, then this is going to come out of our mouths. And the, the word of God is living and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's powerful. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> the word of God actually is alive. It's full of life. It's not just some words on a page. You get it in your mouth and in your heart, it's alive. Absolutely alive. And it will change things in your life. So we need, the, our words need to align with the word of God. If you want a good uh, harvest, you may need to make sure that your words are lined up with the truth of God's word. So first we sow God's word in our hearts, and then we release those words from our mouths. And the word of God is living, it's powerful, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. That's Hebrews 4.12, just in case, because you need to know that, Richard, eh? Yeah, you knew, though, didn't you? <clears throat> That's right. <clears throat> So the law of Genesis will kick in because it is a fixed law. It's settled. God's word is forever settled in heaven. So my question is today, what are you creating in your life with your words? Think about it. What sort of harvest are you about to receive? Is it a good harvest or not so good? If you need healing, then you need to be speaking healing scriptures. You need to get healing words in your heart. The word of God. Jesus bore all my sicknesses. He carried my pains. And with his stripes, I have been healed. Amen. So in the kingdom of God, good harvests are always promised when we acknowledge the law of seed, time, and harvest. And we sow seeds of life. You're always going to get a good harvest. You'll get a good harvest. And this way... You know, we'll, if we will follow this, we'll enjoy healing harvests, provision harvests, joy harvests, peace harvests, <laughs> whatever you're sowing. But the, the word of God also warns us about what we shouldn't sow. If we sow bitterness, we're going to reap bitterness. If we sow unbelief, we're not going to receive anything. We're going to have a whole crop of produced by unbelief. You know, if we're, if we're sowing um, words of sickness and failure and lack and bitterness and hopelessness, that's the sort of crop that you're going to, the harvest is what you're going to receive. So what many Christians do, we tend to pray and we stand on the word for one week, <laughs> maybe two, 
But if there's no change in a few days or a few weeks, they let go of the promises of God and they start speaking the doubt and unbelief and fear. You start speaking the very thing that you don't want. And what is happening? You're destroying the seeds that you've planted. You know, you plant seeds, they're already starting to sprout. But if you change what you're saying, then you're uprooting that harvest, the good harvest, and you're replanting it with a negative, bad harvest. Seed, time, harvest. What harvests are coming to you? If you say, things always go bad for me, guess what? Things will go bad for you. You know, or God never answers my prayer. Well, God cannot answer a prayer like that. So what are you saying? Listen to yourself. It's good if you've got a, you know, a, a husband or wife and you can just say, what am I saying? Can you, can you tell me? You know, I'm sure your spouse will be more honest than you are about what you're saying. <clears throat> Is that right? Some are nodding their heads. <laughs> it's all right. I live in the house alone, so it's quite all right. And my dogs don't ever moan about what I say. <laughs> they just think I'm just great. <laughs> so um, watch what you're calling forth with your words. Make sure it's not failure, oppression, sickness, strife, or whatever. Don't watch what you're saying. And don't dig up the good seed of God's word out of the soil of your hearts through your words. Don't start saying it's not working. Hold on to it. Don't say I won't be healed. Don't believe that. Don't believe these things. Don't ever say God doesn't hear my prayers. That's a lie. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God always, he's always hearkening to the voice of the righteous. He's always hearkening and listening for the prayers of the righteous. Don't say things always go bad for me because you're going to bring, reap that harvest. Stop it. Stop saying things like that. Never say, I never have enough. Did I hear somebody go, oh. <laughs> Has somebody been saying that? I never have enough. Well, let me ask one thing. Are you tithing? Are you being honest before God and you're giving? You know, God wants us to tithe so he can, he, that can be a harvest for us and he can multiply back to, to you. You know, if you've never tithed, take a step of faith. Do it, just do it and believe God. So are you being honest before God and you're giving? The promise of more than enough, as I said, is for those who tithe and sow financial seed into the kingdom of God. Jesus said, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall come into your hands and into your life. Isn't that good? That's God. Does God lie? He's not a liar. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I'm telling you straight from God the truth. Amen? So, you know, we, we need to just buck up a little bit. You know, how long have we been Christians? I've been a Christian a long time, and I'm sure a lot of you have been too. So every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of life, or lights, Father of lights. Every good and every perfect gift 
comes from him. He doesn't bring the bad things into our lives. We've got an enemy, his name is Satan. Let's not empower him with our words. So, if, my question is, if you're expecting something from God, what are you basing your expectations on? What word of God's seeds are you planting or sowing in your life? Are you standing on the promises of God? You know, God's words, they are spirit and they are life. You know, this whole physical realm came from the spirit realm. All of this, us sitting here came from this, the spirit realm. For God is spirit and he created all things, all things. And God has so much life for us. He's got so much for us. There's so much he wants to do for us. Honestly, he does. There's so beyond what we could comprehend, what God has planned for our lives. Let's just plug into what he's got for our lives. He's got great things in store for each and every one of us. Everything. Hmm. Okay, it says in Psalm 103, verse 2, two to 4, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and, and forget not all his benefits. See, God doesn't want you to forget any of his benefits. He's got heaps of benefits for us. He forgives all our iniquities, which is great, isn't it? He heals all your diseases, COVID included, who redeems your life from destruction. He redeems. He's bought you out from destruction. He redeems you from destruction. Destruction is not his plan for your life. Not at all. Destruction doesn't come into God's plan for you at all. And if destruction's coming your way, you need to stand up and say, no, I resist this destructive um, thing that's happening in my life. I refuse it. I'll not, be, I'll not bow down to it. I just thank my Father that my God is for me. He's not against me. And he's working on my behalf to bless me, to prosper me, to give me peace, to give me soundness of mind, whatever. See, we need to get the word in our heart so that when things come your way, you're not thinking, oh, what's, what's that scripture? What, you know, what do I say? You need to get the word in your heart and in your mouth. And you can only do that by getting the word and speaking it and declaring it. That's what we need to do. For our iniquities, the punishment for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. And Mark 16, 18, it says... The believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. No, we need to know these things. We need to have faith in the word of God. Absolutely. You know the story in Luke 8, 5 to 8, or up to 50, verse 11 to 15, it says a sower went out to sow the word, to sow his seed. And you know how some fell on the, on the pathway and that was trampled on and uh, the birds came and ate it. No crop. And some fell on rock, sprang up for a little while, and then the sun came out, dried up, and it died. <clears throat> some fell among the thorns, and they were choked, the seed was choked. And then it was seed that fell on good soil, and it produced a crop. So we need to make sure that our heart is good soil. Get rid of all the yuckiness in your heart. Get rid of all the hurts, the pain, the doubts the unbelief, the fear, the anxieties. Get rid of all of that. Do you, do you know how to get rid of it? 
loose it from your soul. Your soul is made up of your mind, your will and emotions. And so you need to loose it. Say, in the name of Jesus, I loose from my soul all fear, all anxiety, all pain, all hurts, all resentment, anything. Anything you know that the enemy could use against you. Get it out. Get it out of your soul. Amen? So Jesus went on to explain to his disciples that the seed is the word of God and it does fall on various types of soil or hearts. And the good soil will yield hundredfold. Now, we're looking for a hundredfold crop. I'd rather have a hundredfold crop than a 50-fold crop, wouldn't you? Or a 10% crop. I want a hundredfold. All of us should. We, you know, that's God's best for us, is we will get a hundredfold crop. So God wants his word to produce great harvests in our life. So faith harvests of, he wants you to have faith harvests of peace, joy, prosperity. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to, um, to be healed and to be well and to be strong. But all of this depends on the state of our heart. So what is in, the, in you? What is in your heart? What is in there? Only you know, you and God, and probably the devil. He'll have a fair idea what's in there because he just waits to hear what you have to say. And when your words come out, he knows exactly what's in your heart. If there's unbelief and fear and all of that stuff. Get rid of it. Don't allow fear to reside in your heart. Don't at all. Fear is such a huge thing these days. Huge. You know, because constantly bombarding you with fear. 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 Put up over your rag over your face. Come on. Doesn't make any difference. Don't let them bully you. Don't let news media bully you and torment you. I don't listen to it. I mean, I've told you that before, I think. I just don't listen to it because it's all a lot of bunch of codswallop. <laughs> codswallop. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't know what codswallop is, actually, but... <laughs> My dad used to say that, a lot of cods while I must look it up, I might be shocked, I don't know what it means. <laughs> anyway, so come on, we've got we've to lose all darkness from ourselves, clean up the soil of our hearts, fertilise and nourish it with the word of God. Absolutely. Everything good on this earth came from God's spoken words. Everything. Remember in Genesis 1, over and over, God, God said... Let there be light, and there was light. God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and so it was. Let the earth bring forth grass and the herb that yields seed, etc. So everything he spoke came to pass. And when he finished, he looked and saw that it was good. It was good. Everything that he released from his mouth was good. And we need to make sure everything we say out of our mouths is good, and it's going to produce good crops in our lives and in our future and in our families. Amen? So God's words, they're creative and they're full of life. And God, he, he as I said, he looked at everything and said, that's good. <laughs> Boy, that's good. <laughs> what I did was good. You know, so look, we need to make sure we're 
we're going to have good harvests in our lives. And if you know, know that you've um, sown some bad seed, get it out quick. <clears throat> Dig it out. Just say, Lord, I repent of those words. I release them all from my soul in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. So Jesus said, my words, they are spirit, spirit, and they are life. So they come from the spirit realm, and they're designed to create in this physical realm. That's what's the great thing about God's word. That word is spirit. It came from heaven. The word of God came from God himself, from the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and they're full of life. Their spirit, spirit life is in the word of God. So if we can get that word in our heart and start confessing it out of our mouths, you're going to recreate things in your life. Good things. Amen? Does that make sense? Good. Alrighty then. <clears throat> right, God's words, I say they have power in them. They can change anything in this physical realm. You know, God, he spoke the word and the word was so full of creative power and life that it set in motion the law of the spirit of life. That is, and that law is still in the earth today. The law of the spirit of life is still on the earth today. And the whole universe is designed and to operate on that principle of the law of the spirit of life and on the principle of seed, time, harvest. So you plant a seed, hold on to that seed as time goes by and a harvest will come. Amen? So just because you don't get the answer today or tomorrow or next week, sometimes even in a year, you hold on to it because you've released it in the spirit realm and it will produce a harvest if you don't take it back. We take it back by our words. So the whole universe, as I said, is designed to operate on this principle. All of our words are seeds, all of them because God created us in his image. And God's word is seed. So when you know that, and you'll start to treat the word of God with great care, absolutely, with great respect and expectation, knowing that that word is going to produce in your life. If it's healing that you need, you keep declaring it in the face of symptoms, in the face of sickness, you keep declaring, Jesus, you bore my sicknesses, you carried my pain. With your stripes, I have been healed. I thank you, Lord. I am the healed. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to allow this sickness to say in my body, you have to get out, because I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. See, you know, we talk. We, and what am I doing? When I'm doing that, I'm sowing seed. I'm sowing seed, and I'm going to get a harvest. I'm going to reap a harvest of healing and wholeness. Because there's life in the word of God. Total life. <clears throat> so only words of life are meant to come out of our mouth. Proverbs 18, 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So what are you, what's coming out of your mouth? Death or life? Because whatever, it's going to produce a harvest. There will be a harvest for your death. <clears throat> you just might need to cancel out some of those words. Sin entered this earth through Adam, and so that both life and death now are in the power of our words. It says that life and death are in the power of our, of our words. But we are only supposed to be speaking words of 
life, healing, goodness, faith, blessing. That's what we're meant to be speaking. We don't be doom and gloom people. No. Um, it's easy to get sucked down into the doom and gloom of what's going on. Absolutely. Really. But we've got to get above it. We're above it. We're above, not beneath. No? We're not under Satan's feet at all. God is on our side. We're for him and he's for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? Tell me who. I don't care who's releasing the orders. (laughs) God is on our side. And if he is for us, which he is, no one can be against us. Amen? God is for you. The favour of God is upon you. You have the favour of God upon your life. Alrighty. Have I said Mark eleven twenty three? No. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, this problem, this situation, be removed and be cast into sea, and you does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Whatever he says. Now, good or bad, what are you calling in? What harvest are you calling in? What negative words are coming out your mouth? Words of unbelief. Hmm? <laughs> it's very quiet. Very quiet in this. I don't know it's up. <laughs> anyway, alrighty. So always your words are powerful and they will produce a crop, good or bad. We don't plant natural seeds and expect them to be fully mature in the morning, do we? (laughs) The same goes with the words of our mouth. Just because you don't see a change, you know, if you're speaking negatively or positively, just because you don't see a change straight away doesn't mean it's not happening. The seed is there and there's a crop coming forth. It is starting to sprout. And soon it's going to be a, a full harvest, a full harvest of healing for you, a full harvest of provision and abundance for you, of peace, a full harvest of maybe a job, you want a new job, whatever. What are you asking God about? Hold on to it and thank him. You know, he said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. Believe you have received what you've asked them for. And you will. You will future have it. It might take a little bit of time, but you will get what you've been praying for if you don't let it go. If you don't let it go, that's the trouble, you see. We go good for a little while, and we think, oh, oh perhaps it's not going to work. And then you start looking at the circumstances. You look, you look at this and that, and you give up. You stop speaking and believing. Stop it. Don't do that. Because the answer is really just around the corner and you're just standing on the corner <laughs> and it's coming around to hit you the answer's there that's how powerful God's word is and that's how much he loves you and me he loves us he wants the best for us he wants to bless you he absolutely wants to bless each and every one of you he wants to bless you God's not into killing and stealing and destroying we know that belongs to Satan God is here to give you life and life in abundance. That's his plan for all of his body. He wants us living victorious lives, 
above all the garbage that's in the world. We should look different than anybody else on this earth because we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We're royalty, you know? Too bad about the royal family. We are the real royal family. We are the family of God. And the King of Kings, he's our Lord and he's our Saviour. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hope you're getting something out of this. <laughs> okay. So what we sow with our words, we will eventually reap. And if we sow into the lives of others by doing good deeds, speaking words of love and kindness, healing, we are sowing good seed which will produce life-giving harvest. If we sow bitterness and hate, criticism or cursing words of unforgiveness, unbelief, fear, anger, hate, whatever, then another harvest is coming. It's a harvest of destruction, of bitterness, failure, oppression. But we're not going to sow those sorts of things because that's not who we are. We're children of the Most High God. Jesus is our Lord and Saviour. God is our Father. Hallelujah. We're joint heirs with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We've been raised up together to see and seated in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named. The saying that Satan is under your feet is true. But he'll come and try. He'll come and speak to you and torment you. He'll try. He'll try and put things on you. He will do that. But he's under our feet. <laughs> I like that. Sounds good, eh? He's under our feet. <laughs> He's absolutely under our feet. And you need to tell him, Satan, get out. Get your under my feet. Get out. I won't listen to your lies and to your garbage. I don't receive that. I have sown seed for life and healing and wholeness and provision and abundance. And I'm going to harvest that. I'm not going to let go of my harvest. I'm not going to dig it up with my mouth. See, some of you have got shovels for mouths. Sorry, this wasn't in the, it's not in there. So just, sorry, it just came out of here. You know. <laughs> but that's true. Shovels for mouths. <laughs> you dig up all your good words. You undo the good that you did. You know, you get angry, you get impatient. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You know. Come on, come on. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. What was that? <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I haven't been here for a while, have I? Not, have, I was here, but I mean, I haven't spoken up here for a while. Have I? Nobody missed it anyway. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll go for another big long holiday. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Let me just look here. I'm, I'm going to skip down a few things. All right. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Three stages. There are, we know this, it's so obvious. There are three stages in reaping a harvest, Danica. <laughs> right, yeah, that's it. Seed, plant the seed, give it time to grow. Take, yeah, harvest. Time for the harvest, harvesting. Get out the big com combine, what are they called? Combine things, is it? 
combine harvesters. Yeah, that's what we should be. We're the combine harvesters. We're, we're reaping our harvest. We're reaping our harvest of healing. We're reaping our harvest of provision and abundance and peace. We're reaping a harvest of um, blessings upon our children and our grandchildren. And so good. Blessing upon the church. Blessing upon the nation. We're the combine harvesters. God wants us to, to you know, have, do some harvesting. But at least wait till your seed grows so you've got a harvest to, to um, reap. I'll just get you up here and you can just sit on that chair. <laughs> no, that's good. No, it's good. She's good. She's, good. She's on to it. She's listening. So we cannot change spiritual laws. No matter how much you want to, no matter how much you ball and score to God about, Lord, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You're wasting your flipping time. You're totally wasting your time. Absolutely. You cannot change spiritual laws. We will reap what we sow. So what are you sowing? Don't sow strife. Don't sow bitterness. Or you'll reap a bitter life. Don't sow doubt and unbelief because you'll never receive from God. Don't sow hate because you're going to reap hate. Or don't sow unforgiveness because we all need forgiveness. Sow generosity and you'll reap prosperity. Seed, time, harvest. It flows through every part of our lives. Are you bored? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a worry when your leaders get up and get, gets up and walks out. I've been not. I was okay. So if you reap, if you believe Satan's lies, then you're going to reap those lies on yourself. Don't listen to him. Don't believe Satan's lies. Stand on the truth of God's word and you'll change your circumstances. Sow truth and truth will come back to bless you. Amen? And the choice of what har our harvest will be depends sh uh, uh, totally on us and then on our words. You make a quality decision. Oh, thank you. It's great, Matt, to have you back. Make a quality... <laughs> <laughs> make a quality decision to only speak words of life of hope, of joy, of healing, of health, of abundance. Speak only words that agree with God's word. Do stop speaking contrary to God's word. Stop agreeing with the devil. Let's agree with God. He says you're blessed. He says you're prosperous. He says you're healed. You are healed by his stripes. We are healed. So the devil try and steal it from us. You say, no. That belongs to me. Give it back. Healing belongs to me. So whatever. Hold on to your confession of faith. If you want a new job, hold on to your confession. Ask, pray. You see, whatever you ask, believe you receive them and you will have it. You'll have it. So God, I thank you. On this day, write it down because you forget. Some of you forget. <laughs> write it down. On this day, this is what I asked God for. And then you can go back and look at it. Oh God, I here, God, see? Now, this has taken three weeks now, or a month, or six months. I asked just six months ago, but I'm thanking you. You heard that prayer, and you're going to answer it. And you're going to bring that job to me, or you're going to respond. You're going to, you know, you're going to, whatever you're asking them for. That's a good way to do it. You ought to write it down and date it, because we do forget. Some people do. 
I don't, of course. But <laughs> no, that's not quite true. Anyway, Hebrews 4.14 says, Hold fast. <laughs> Hold fast to our confession of faith. Why do you have to... And that doesn't mean fast. It means hold fast to my confession of faith. Why? Because Satan will try and take it from you. So you hold, and he's trying to pull it. You say, nah, nah. You know, I'm holding fast to my confession of faith. I'm not going to speak what you're trying to speak in my ears. I will not speak doubt. I will not speak unbelief in Jesus' name. I will not. Amen? So hold fast. It's Hebrews 4.14. And that goes for every area of life. Concerning healing, we've got to hold fast our confession of faith. Hello? In John 16.23, I'm nearly finished, guys. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you've asked nothing in my name, Jesus said. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Isn't that awesome? He wants us to be full of joy. No matter what we're going through, he wants us to be full of joy. And all he says, ask. This is how good God is. I think we just underestimate how good he is. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. So ask in faith, hold on to it, and you will receive, and your joy will be made full. That's how easy God makes it for us. You know, in case we're a little bit slow, <laughs> Some are slower than others. How long have you been in this church? <laughs> okay, I'm getting cheeky now. Okay, so just continue to thank God until it, that whatever you're asking for materialises in your life. Is that easy? Good, good. Okay, let me just see. I'm sorry. This is longer than I thought. I think I'll have to stop. Are you bored? Good. Okay. I'm just going to skip down. Okay, are you a t- let me ask this. Are you a tither? Good, few little yeses. Um, then I want to, I need to remind you of God's word if you have financial needs. Malachi 3.10, Old Testament, just as relevant as the new. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. A tithe is what? Tenth, a tenth. So that makes it easy. If he'd said an eighth, that's hard, eh? But 10% sort of easy because you just take off a naught. <laughs> That's easy, isn't it? I'm glad he didn't say it's an eighth or a sixth. I'd never figure it out. <laughs> but a tenth is easy. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out such blessing that there will not be room enough to contain it. Boy, that's pretty... That's Good, isn't it? I think we need to remind God of that word. You know, because, you know, I haven't, I've still got room to contain things. <laughs> I think I need to remind God. God, you said, no, God, you're here. I'm just t- telling you. You said that I'm a tither. I am a tither. And you said you're going to open the windows and pour out such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. <clears throat> just, just waiting for that moment where I cannot say, no more, no more. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, I'm just I'm moving down. Okay, let me just do. Okay. So remember, planting seed for healing, same thing. Seed, time, harvest. Give it time. Get the seed. Have hands laid on you. 
You, and you can stand on that word, you're going to believe it, shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Father, I, I had hands laid on me, so you said in your word, I shall recover. And you hold on to that word until you get the manifestation of it. That's how it works. You just keep declaring it until one morning you wake up and think, ooh, I'm different, something's changed. You've received, your healing has been manifest. You've reaped the harvest. The harvest has come in. So your harvest is coming. God's got a harvest for you. And remember, you've got a, a seed does not produce until you plant it. You need to plant the seed. And if you need a healing crop, then you sow healing seeds. If you need provision, then you sow financial seed. And then you take the seed of the word and you start declaring that and speaking that. Okay? So if you want your business to prosper... Sow financial seed into the kingdom of God. If you've got a business, you sow seed into the kingdom of God. And then you can take the word of God and you can declare over it that as I've given, it's given back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall be given. Okay. And you declare that my God, he shall supply. In Philippians 4, 19, my God shall supply your every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Isn't that good? It's not by our measurement, it's by his. So God's words, they are spirit and they are life. So we need to make sure that we release words of life, healing, provision, peace, love, joy from our hearts. Amen? So that we can be producing great crops. So I'm going to just close off here. God has said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. So that's what I say to all of you. Choose life. Choose words of life. Walk by faith and not by sight. Don't be moved by what you're seeing at this moment because things are all subject to change. Everything. So how about, <clears throat> how about we just make it, I'd just like to make a, a declaration or a, how about we all stand up? Also, I'll just do a little... We'll do a, um, a salvation thing first because it, just in case, I mean, I'm sure you're all born again, but won't hurt you to do it again. So we're going to just pray this after me. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Please forgive me and cleanse me of all sin. Today, I receive you as my Lord and Saviour. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and with power. Amen. And let's just pray this as well. Father God, forgive me for doubting the power of your word. I repent and I loose from my soul all doubts, all fear, all anxiety, all unbelief, all disobedience to your word. Today, I choose to be a doer of your word. I choose to stand in faith on the promises in your word. I choose life. I choose healing. I choose prosperity. Peace and joy. I make a quality decision.
to walk in the power of seed, time and harvest. I choose to walk by faith, not by sight. I receive everything you have for me in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.